our reviews will kill you. The podcast that is able to set you up with sweet, sweet tickets to awesome events. Just send us that fat cash and sweet money orders and we promise you will get cool things in return and get to hang out with super dope models and important people. Orc you makes no guarantee that you will actually get anything for your money. That's right. Welcome to the U. Our reviews will kill you. We got tickets. I am the man they know as Z, and I am joined by the down and dirty dynamic duo, the noob noob. I played with fire, guys. Look, I'm a closeted racist, and I'm sexist and selfish, and I dragged us all into my sexist, racist, bad things because I'm stupid. And the eighth bearded wonder of the world, Scott Keebler. The most amazing beard that ever was and ever will be. Eighth most wonderful beard. Who are these other seven and I will kill them? (laughs) Just climb the ladder of beardom. I will take them all out. So what are we talking about today there, Noob Noob? Um... yeah, well, they're screaming, of course. Um, Always screaming. We're, well, we're going to tell you where to send the money orders and the, and the cash. Fat cash. Yes, the fat cash. Fat cash. Fat dope cash monies. Fat dope cash monies. With a... I don't know how monies is spelled, but I'll Google it. Um, I-E-S. Then we'll fill a glass of water and be punished. Ooh, I like that. That was good. That was fire right there. That was a fire pun. What are you talking um, about? And then Artie Lang... I think he's fat. Um, Sony, we're going to have some financial reviews. And then AMC Premiere is not premiering anything. It's the name of their show, which you can premiere it early. So it's AMC Premiere Premieres. So when are they premiering this? They're premiering it. They're premiering AMC Premiere Sunday. So during the, the premiere. The premiere, the premiere uh, during the premiere of, of, the, the, Walking premiere Dead, of the Walking Dead. Mid-season Man. premiere on AMC Premiere premiering Sunday. After the big super game bowl. <laughs> super game bowl. <laughs> Friends, I have good news for you today. I don't even think you mentioned your tickets to the Firefest or how much fun you had there. Um, I was too busy doing lines of coke and eczema to really know what was going on. <laughs> doing lines Wait, of coke one's and- a choke and one's a skin condition. <laughs> yeah, what? why were you doing a skin condition? Eczema? Wait. You were doing eczema? E- eczema. Yeah, oh, I have a prescription for that. That's hepatitis C. Wait, no, hold on. <laughs> Preparation H. That's a hemorrhoids. <laughs> yes. I poop a lot and it hurts. <laughs> okay, well, I guess you got it from that water in, the, in that, that exclusive private island that you were going to. Yes, it was very, very dirty. So what's the news? The news? Oh, wow. Because um, I played the news effect, now you give us the news. I was interrupted by a rude man. Um, <laughs> I don't know. A rude, rude man. Artie Lang. I don't know who this is. He looks familiar. You don't know who Artie Lang is? No. Are you serious? No, I, I seriously have no idea. Com- no comedian, idea. comedian actor. I read the wiki, yeah. I saw he's a comedian. He was also uh, one of the uh, featured... Uh, he was on Mad TV for a while and also on the Howard Stern Show. Yeah, he was a regular there. He was in... Um, he did a couple movies, Dirty Work with Norm MacDonald. Uh, he did Beer League, Artie Lang's Beer League, which was very good. He had a New York Times bestseller, Too Fat to Fish. So he also hosted uh, another show for a little while with uh, Nick DiPaolo, uh, the Nick and Artie show, until 2013. And uh, yeah, dude is, uh, he's in bad shape. Pretty somehow, bad shape. Somehow he's still alive. Did you, you didn't even. You got to look up a picture of Artie Lang now. Don't look at it at, at an old picture of him. Oh, like a new picture of yes. Artie Lang. Okay. See the old picture. Look at it first. Yeah, he. That looks familiar. Okay, he looks like a familiar person, a familiar human being to you. Now search for Artie Lang. Nah, okay. Uh, and just see, like, if you click on and go to images, you will see. Oh. What? <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, That's the homeless version of Artie Lang. <laughs> oh yes. Oh. He's in custody currently um, for possession. Oh. He's only he's on on a rehab like 80 times. What in the fuck? So what happened to his nose? Uh well, a hooker bit it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that maybe. serious? Yeah, that's in fact what happens when you're uh 
That's it, he's he's snuffed so much shit up his nose that it collapsed. His septum uh, is probably gone from all of the cocaines that were up in his nostrils. Yeah, it turns out when you send a whole bunch of shit up your nose, that your nose will collapse. Yeah. yeah th- so this picture, I this I, re- I remember him as young. Th- that's the same person. <laughs> yes, his <laughs> yeah. nose has exploded. God damn! And that's it is from truly horrifying. I've drugs never a, drugs are bad. I'm crying. Drug, drugs are bad. Okay. Um, drugs are bad. Mm. Yeah. So was that from a hooker? Or was that from drugs? No, from, from drugs. drugs. Oh, no, he the, said the, it on the, his the Instagram. Ho- the hooker was the the joke with um, Chris Farley in uh, Dirty Work. Oh, okay. The Saigon hooker bit his nose off. That is disturbing to look at. I can't look away, though. I have not it's, seen it a it's celebrity like a train, fall. It's like a train wreck in titties. Regardless of how bad it is, you still have to look. Ha- have you seen a celebrity fall this this far? Was he really that big of a celebrity? I would well, say yeah, some, during yeah, the Stern show, he was on the number one radio show of all time. Yeah, I'd say the ones that died, that's kind of a farther fall. Oh, that's, yeah. So uh, th- this coming from a guy who used to bet on suicide pools, or not suicide pools, uh, death, death pools. pools. Yeah. He used to place bets on death pools, and now he's got to be like top three of And of he's everybody. still alive somehow. He's still ripping people off because everyone that's bet on him still isn't winning money. Yeah, he's... <laughs> and he, of course, he says on his Twitter or YouTube or something, he's like, yeah, I'm still sober no matter how bad I look, yet he just got picked up for yeah. drug possession. So he's in the uh, police custody, and uh, he's... According to him, he's not actually under arrest. He's just in custody for no reason, just because, <laughs> you know. So that's true. If you want to see something truly horrifying, please Google Google Artie, Artie Lang. Lang and scream. Oh God! What is I mean, he was he was a really funny guy. I really enjoyed a lot of his stuff. He was in Elf. Like he's been in some pretty big movies. Hey, I Google, Santa Claus. show me Artie Lang. <laughs> Even Google screams in horror, in horror, the absolute horror of it. So, yeah, it's kind of a shame. Maybe he won't die sometime soon. <laughs> That's why we pushed it up to this episode. So we didn't say he was still alive. Yeah, we didn't want to report on news that tomorrow. was yeah where he's already dead. Was he di- is he dying? He tried to kill himself in one of the most horrific ways I've ever heard someone try to kill themselves. Which. Was. He tried to stab himself to death. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, it's not funny, but it is. Uh, Ouch! If you go back That's to... That's a lot of fat to get through. If oh, you go um, back shit. to Google... People actually do that. There was... um. I just remember a story. I don't have the details on it, but there was an accident. It was horrible because the wrong people died, but it was because a car went out of control because the guy driving it was stabbing himself to kill himself. That and he was is, also doing uh, trying to do suicide by vehicle at the same time. So, I mean, that shit does happen. Uh, uh, it does. It does. I, I, it's I, horrible. He used a 13-inch kitchen knife to try to... And he just started stabbing himself in the gut. Oh, this was back in 2010. This is yes. a while ago. Okay, well... The problem is he screwed up because he stopped to cut up some Twinkies instead and was eating I them. Suppose. I suppose. I don't even... It's it's a real. It's a shame. The guy really needs help, and uh, let's send him all the love and support we can and stop making fun of his suicide attempts. And a diagram please. of where to stab correctly if he wants to... Yeah, usually when I think he just started stabbing, stabbing himself in the stomach. better to stab other people than yourself. No, it's not better to stab other people. It's better to stab yourself. All right. Yeah, you're right. It, no, Don't it, stab it's other better people. to stab yourself yes. than it is to stab other people. If you really want to stab other people, if you really feel compelled to do that, stab yourself gun. first. <laughs> yeah, make sure you know how it feels. Yes. Do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. So start with yourself. Start stabbing yourself. And then... And then stab ev- other people. Eventually. If you get there. If you get past but the you stabbing better yourself. better be real effective part. with stabbing yourself. So, Yes. What's next in the news? <laughs> Moving on from depressing <laughs> well, news. I, I how, how we're like the most the worst creeps in the world. Yes, we That about wraps it. up our episode on a downer. Um, <laughs> the suicide hotline is 1-800-I-don't-know-the-suicide-hotline. And Well, uh, we do have the... Speaking of hotlines, and it's a non-suicide hotline, we do have the OrcU hotline. So please don't... We will not give you suicide advice on that hotline. Yeah, I, you can leave us a message. Look up, look up the suicide hotline number. Let's just say it we will we go. Yes, yeah, suicide it. is very serious. Uh, some of us have experienced it in our lives with our families and friends, 
And um, let's give out the suicide hotline, then the Orcu hotline. Yes. <laughs> so the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, we're all serious here, folks, for just one second, is 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. There are people out there who can help you. None of them work on Orcu. Yeah, don't call us. We're not the people that you want to talk to. Those are the people that you need to talk to. Yes. But if you want to talk to us, you can leave us a message on our hotline. Yes, on our phone number. 866-777-ORQ. 866-777-ORQ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. We so. didn't get any messages this week, but I did get a fax asking me to fill out a prescription for someone. We will not fulfill that prescription. I will not be doing that. I will be keeping those prescriptions for myself, uh, and you will not be getting them. Sorry, poor patient. Yeah, so good luck with that, buddy. On that note, Noob Noob, I have some uh, medication for your eczema. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) We have a free prescription for eczema cream. I have a prescription for eczema cream. What about that hep C I got? No, you're on your end for that. Dirty needles. Yeah, you'll have to get your butthole cream over the counter, too. Preparation H? Yes. Yep. I, I heard it helps from, from a nasty friend. <laughs> Someone nasty says it helps. Somebody nastily put Preparation H up my ass when I didn't need it. I'm like, yes. you know what? It's there. It feels didn't, good. Didn't he volunteer to apply it? Oh, he did. With I his tongue. I don't know why, <laughs> why he would do that. That just didn't seem to make oh, sense. God. It was like a cat. It seems like a wrong way to apply that. <laughs> it's like a cat. Sandpaper just going against the cheeks. It's funny, though. He applied it back there, and it still went up on your nose. It really did. <laughs> hey, ass he's, to mouth. He's got a really long tongue. In the heat of the moment, you can go ass to mouth. In the heat of the moment. I thought we were cleaning up this show. No? <laughs> yeah, this episode is very weird. <laughs> um, to a good start. So then uh, AMC is launching a paid-for service because who else isn't doing who, this? Why not? Everyone else is doing it. CBS, DC, um, everybody. So then there's actually a site that just has a bunch of questions that you can look up in case anyone actually gave a shit because I don't know who will, but just in case. Are you sure that this site is not a uh, like a scam? AMCpremierfest.com. Premierfest? Yeah. Did a two-year-old put this website together? I it think so. It does look like a two-year-old put... Put this ScottWillKillYou.com has better fucking content than this website. You know, what? what's weird is, let's see here. The first question, what is AMC Premiere? AMC Premiere is a premium upgrade to your AMC channel that is part of your existing pay package, but they don't tell you how much. I'm pretty sure it's five bucks. Where can I watch AMC Premiere? On your TV. On your On AMC character. Yeah. How do I upgrade? Let's see. How do you upgrade? Oh, God damn this. Apple TV, Roku, it's yeah. carried on Xfinity. Yeah, I'm sure Comcast will find a way to double charge you for it. Oh, yes, they will. AMCpremiere.com. It, it honestly does not. So they just say contact your provider and you could sign up for it. And yeah. it, we think it's $5. Oh, here a we month. go. Oh, Cost. there we go. $5 Whoa. a month. Oh, or annual fee of $50. So that's not too bad. So what do you get? If you get AMC Premiere, and uh, you get commercial free viewing, which is big deal. You can DVR it and fast forward, and then you get to watch stuff a little early. So uh, the biggest one they're doing right now is The Walking Dead. The mid-season premiere is coming a week early for AMC Premiere this Sunday after the super big game ball. Just wait. So does that Just seem like kind of a bad idea it. though? Because think about this. Um, Everyone's got like you know like everyone's gonna spoil it if they have AMC Premiere. They're gonna ruin everything for everybody. Pretty much, yeah. So no, because that's the commercial at the beginning where they ask you to not spoil this for other people. However, because you spent the five dollars, you don't have that commercial at the beginning. Aren't you until you yeah. spoil it for other people? So you never really get the message, and you spoil it for other people because you're an asshole. And if you if you spent the five dollars, aren't you entitled to spoil it for other people? You are because you're better than them. Because you spent five dollars. Yes, because that makes you a you better person. The, your purchasing power. You is, are entitled. You are entitled. You're now. probably white. <laughs> oh, you Jesus. Probably, so you're saying that I don't know. I'm not going to connect those dots there. That oh. white people are privileged. Okay, so AMC is white people. Yes. <laughs> are they alt-white alt or alt-right-white? It was just a matter of what, deduction. Are you saying that AMC stands... Maybe the, the M is actually is, a W, and it's I'm the alt-white channel. The logo is very white. That's all the I'm saying. The logo is very white. The logo white. is all white. 
It's privileged to be white. Is it's what you're privileged. Saying. I yes. don't know where you're AMC going. Privilege. But the letters are black. How AMC can you cancel this? How do, how do you Come cancel? Privilege. I, would, I would assume you can't. How do you cancel this conversation? <laughs> it says at the bottom of the thing how you can cancel if it. Can cancel this conversation. It. Oh, God. <laughs> just change the dial. Huh? You just log on and cancel it through anywhere. Basically, wherever you signed up, you can, you can cancel. Go back there to cancel. Okay. Yeah. So, opinions. Does this seem like a good service? It Was, seems is this like a waste of time. Who cares? So, commercials. whoop de doo it's Fucking, it gets a chance to go up and get another beer. Whatever. Well, most people sometimes, DVR that stuff or yeah, watch sometimes it. Sometimes you have to pee. Is um, so what are they? What shows are on AMC right now that are big? Do they they still have Better Call Saul? Yeah, I don't know. I don't even watch AMC, so I couldn't even tell you. Uh, Noob Noob does. Oh, uh, Better Call. No, you just get extended episodes, bonus episodes. Our bonus content. It's basically like getting, you know, when you buy the DVD, you get the special features. Mm-hmm. It's basically like paying $5 a month for special features. And, and no, no commercials. commercials. Yep. And it comes out early. Once you find those special features on YouTube anyway. And Pretty a much. curated selection of uncut movies. And digital series content. So original content that's like digital series stuff. Okay. So it's like really, really dumb. Oh, so they're going to make their own network as well. They're, or their own um, studio, AMC Studios. The, the interesting component about this, though, is think about it. If Disney's $5 and this is $5 and people are starting to go to this a la carte service thing, you know, I, Amazon Prime is an annual subscription, but uh, and Netflix just raised their prices. So is all this extra um, competition going to hurt Netflix in the long run? Not uh, this particularly. No, no, they just signed with Comcast. Who, Netflix? Yeah. What do you mean they signed with they're, Comcast? They're now, they're now working with Comcast, so they're going to hold on just, just as strong. I called Comcast the other day to try and uh, drop out some channels and try to save some money, which no. turned into a fucking nightmare. Um, I actually saved money because they're carrying my Netflix now, so that saved me my Netflix subscription. So wait, they will pick up your Netflix they subscription? They picked up my Netflix. That's part of my Comcast subscription. Oh. They also handed to me every single... Through the phone? Yes, through the phone. They handed it to me through the phone. They also handed me all of the premiere channels. So HBO Showtime, all that. They forced me to get all of that. How much are you paying per month now? $500? $800. (laughs) $800 a month? $800. And my internet still is one megabit per hour. One megabit per hour? Yes, it's high speed. Once I open up a picture, I can wait five hours and then finally see the whole picture. (laughs) Wait. Yes. So, so do you have dial-up or actual? It comes complete with spotty reception and constant error messages <laughs> all the time. So you love Comcast? I love Comcast. Okay. No, <laughs> they, it, I I called. I'm like, I want you to save me money, and they're like, we can save you twenty bucks, but we're going to give you eight hundred more things. <laughs> and then after that <laughs> year's ends of so, and that's all two that years, stuff. and that's two year okay, two years. commitment that you have to do that. That's but, that's the longest relationship you've ever had, Scott. It's way longer than any two-year commitment. I've ever had. My two God, years is almost a year and a half longer than any relationship I've ever had, <laughs> except for your commitment to uh, whiskey. Uh, that commitment will never go away. That's been a <laughs> long, long commitment that uh, I fully enjoy. <laughs> no, but I mean, so I I save twenty dollars on the Comcast, but then I save fifteen on Netflix because they incorporated that, and I was HBO Go customers. That was another fifteen bucks that okay. I don't have to spend. So there's thirty bucks. So all so in all, I that- save like. 60 bucks. So you're saying that the, because there, you know, we're here to try to help save money and try to provide some value to the fans out there. So, so, so renegotiating with your cable service allowed you to absorb some of the a la carte fees that you you would get. But you do sometimes have to get angry with him. I was on the phone with the first guy and I'm like, I'm looking to save money because the deal he gave me was another $30 on top of what I was trying to spend. And I'm like, what do you not understand about trying to save money? He He's says, like, but it's $200 now a month. Yeah. You're saving yeah. us money. I was, I was at 180 180 a month for internet, which was spotty because the tech installed it the wrong way, and the regular channels, no special channels. So he's, so, so I, I argued with the guy on the phone, and he says... You know, we uh, we aren't really supposed to do this 
but uh, let me I'm gonna go, go into my back room. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and send you over to one of our other uh, specialists where they you know where where they know about what deals and promotions are going on. You sure that wasn't a uh, sex phone operator? So well, he did have a sexy voice. <laughs> but uh, so they sent me over to the promotions department. Promotions department was like, this is what we have in your area. If you try to go down to just internet and a select couple channels, it'll cost you just as much. So either take this or leave. Did you ask them for the horse and buggy package? Uh, <laughs> I've heard that it's, there's some sweet, sweet. Uh, so actually, they were saying they were offering you the horse and buggy package. Yeah, I don't have, get out and except, leave. Except I don't no have cable, a, no TV. Yeah, I, I don't have a barn to hook a generator up to to go watch TV in. So it's. Yeah, it's so so. All right, so yeah, so because because Comcast will now take Netflix, and ha- they have a special going on where they do give you all the premier channels and everything else. I was able to save a couple bucks because I don't have to do my Netflix and I don't have to do my HBO Go subscription anymore. So now I'm saving that money on top of the couple bucks that they did take out of my my uh, monthly deal. Well, okay, well another quick uh uh. uh piece of advice dear listener is if you are renting a box a uh modem from comcast you mean a router a route ra- no no uh a router yes yes you're talking your, about the your, router your itself router modem get rid of it and buy one because there's nothing special about it go online and look which ones work best with comcast but if you're spending 12 bucks a month for a router you're wasting money just go buy one go on amazon or wherever you can find one for like 50 60 bucks and in the long run, you will save yourself money. That's $144. But if you think about a two-year commitment, yeah, that sounds like a good... What a good deal, Scott. What a good deal. Yeah, just but it is. Make sure that you do check to see which ones are good right now, which ones work best with Comcast. Some of them do get outdated. You will have to buy a new one every three to four years because the technology won't get updated along with everything else. But in the long run, it will save you money. Nice. Nice. And now, to the next segment. We're going to have some OrcU financial oh, reviews. God, we just talked about saving you money, and now we're going to talk about... What stocks to buy. Finances. And some financial news. But also gaming news, too, because it's, it deals with Sony. So Sony's stock has tanked recently because of some missed earnings reports. Mm. Cause for concern? Hmm. So Q4, from my research... Uh, their operating profit, I thought it was 19%. I'm seeing articles that say 26%. The hard data is just a little confusing, and we haven't dug that deep into it. But what's interesting is that their gaming, uh, their their actual gaming segment with the PS4 is earning more money than the rest of the company. So what what is dragging Sony down? Is it the manufacturer of TVs or... What are they doing in phones? Like, is that where everybody's hurting? Because uh, Apple was hurting because the manufacturer of their iPhones has been disappointing as well. Because people also, just aren't willing to pay money to well, upgrade. People are also getting pissed because you have to upgrade and keep getting new stuff. I just got myself a used Sony smart TV that's not smart because it's four years old. So it doesn't hook up to any of the streaming services. It doesn't hook up to Amazon. It doesn't hook up to anything. So it's a dumb TV. Because it's a dumb TV. It's 4K. <laughs> whoop de doo but it won't hook up to anything. I still have to plug my my Roku into my smart TV because the smart TV does not carry anything along with it because it's old. So unless you know you can buy something that's going to last you a long time, people are going to start getting pissed off. I bought the TV used. I'm not mad about it. But if, if I bought this thing new and three years later it starts disconnecting from everything because it won't do updates anymore, yeah, I'd be pissed. Sony's stock uh, ticker number, by the way, is uh, SNE on the New York Stock Exchange, by the way. But and it did seem that it was the smartphones and the Sony. TV manufacturing that are hurting it, not the gaming. No, the gaming hardware sa- uh, hardware sales are, are dripping down because the Sony PS4 lifecycle is coming to a close. But the PlayStation Network revenue hit an all-time high in 2018, actually toppling all of what Nintendo has earned, as well as the Xbox gaming division. So, so they beat out... So they're clearly the, the top gaming console service. Of this generation. Oh, yeah, by far. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they're, and even with all this success that Nintendo has seen recently with the Switch, it doesn't come anywhere close. Well, I mean, 
if you think about the games that came out for PlayStation, what uh, God of War? Oh, that reminds me, Zeke. Can I borrow your PlayStation? I want to try the new Grand Tour game. Is that no. a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> that's, they just released Grand Tour on Amazon. <clears throat> the BBC guys. They just released a game. I want to try it so I can see what it's like. Sounds well, horrible. We'll, so I'm just gonna steal. Why your, don't we have a sleepover? Your... You try it. Okay. Oh, I just got done with one of those. We'll talk <laughs> about that in another episode. <laughs> can we rock our pajamas? Yes. I like Noob Noob. He's got the onesies with the butt flap that you unbutton, so it, was it opens very up. Very sweaty. <laughs> there was a lot of men in my basement this week. Oh, geez. A lot of fat men. <laughs> Scott was not one of them, surprisingly. Surprisingly. You had a fat guy party invite me? I, well, you, you didn't want to touch my Keyblade. Bastard. So. Piece of shit. So is Sony a buy? That oh, my. Is... Well, I mean, look at It's one of your target estimate. It's 79.26. It's trading at 46.15 right now. That is almost 40% off of its one year target estimate. I would say that's a hard buy right now. I would say that's a buy. Sony's not going anywhere, and they they're about to release a big Spider-Man movie. They're going to make some profits. It's I am P- not it's worried. PE is nine point seven. That's that's a pretty good PE. Well, that's, that's so pretty good. Are we saying Sony is a buy? Then do you even know what PE stands for? There, pineapples and Eric. <laughs> Are you can price earning now. No, no, no pineapples and Eric. Pineapples and Eric. Pineapples <laughs> in Eric. In, <laughs> so that pineapples and Eric ratio Just like is the EPS strong. is 4.76, that's Eric's pineapple shit. <laughs> that's what happens after you get pineapples in Eric. Yeah, he yes. shits them out. And he shits them out naturally. For so, an EPS of 4.76. So it's uh, even though Sony came in weak, it's probably a good time to buy. Oh, yeah. Buy. Yes, that sounds like an excellent idea. It yes. does, Kermit the Frog. No, it's that's not, not Kermit. Kermit the Frog? No, it's okay. not. That's not Kermit, dummy. Was just upgraded to a bu- oh no Isn't that's that a Grover. That's Grover. It's Grover. Yeah, oh, okay. Yes. Well, I think uh, that is all of our news for today. We hit a lot of topics in our news. Whole whole spectrum of stuff. Uh, we are all over the place with our news. So yeah. what does that bring us to? I think you said reviews. I'm not sure. <laughs> Pretty sure, yeah. Reviews. So I, I, I think you guys watched Punisher and talked about it a little oh, bit, and now yeah. you guys finished Punisher. I want to talk about it a little bit more. Yeah, we just wanted to close out our our little Touch Punisher on it real fast. conversation. Yeah. So uh, when we first talked about it, we were only a couple episodes in, and that was yeah, I think a, I was three. It was released in. that weekend, so we didn't want to go too deep into it, but. Another uh, gloriously bloody uh, Punisher. Well done, Punisher. Another one of the uh, superheroes where he's just a punching bag. Him, My word, him, Daredevil. Yes, you they know, are they're, just they're punching just, bags. They just get the crap kicked out of them. Is what was it just me, or did it seem a little excessively violent this time? No, it was. I think it was just as violent as the first one. Okay, I seemed. I I felt it was a little more violent than it needed to be, and. Towards the end, I almost felt like uh, the violence was a little senseless. You know, uh, John Barenthal stars as Frank Castle, Punisher, Netflix series. Um, the interesting thing, it has, it's uh, what, two weeks after the release of it? Is this two weeks or three weeks? Uh, this, uh, probably three. It has not yet been canceled. Well, Shocking. not officially. I mean, not they officially. haven't said that there will not be a Punisher 3. That has not come out and said that anywhere. The showrunner, Stephen Lightfoot, has released uh, that he is optimistic for a season 3 renewal, which is fascinating because um, everything else has been canceled. Uh, Daredevil was canceled the night it was released. So <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah, know they what... Didn't take the, long. Yeah, it did not take long. So for some reason, they're they're holding the, the Punisher. I know, and I'm so looking forward to Jessica Jones. Oh, no, I am not looking oh, forward no. to that. No. Oh, wait, no, I, I, sorry, I, I, I got, uh, I got, can't, won't bother watching it wrong. Were you, it, but you were saying to me, uh, as far as the ending goes, and we don't have to necessarily spoil anything, but... We don't have to spoil it. Um, you were satisfied. I was satisfied with the way it ended. They don't have to do a season three, and I would still be happy. They didn't end on a cliffhanger. They ended really well. That final, final scene was really campy, cartoony, but, I mean, that's what Punisher is. I mean, you know? it looked like it came it, directly it out of the comic look, book. Yeah, it looked like it came out of the comic book. It was just... 
There was no exposition. There was no setup. It's just no. like he is doing the Punisher thing. My God, he kills a lot of people. Did, did oh he punish God. people? Uh, yes, severely. Like all the time, every day, without fail. Just constantly punishing people. Did he, did he punish them in their butt? <laughs> Why do you have if to he shot them, if that's where they got shot, then yes. He, he shot them all over their faces? No, he, no, he got shot in the butt in the first episode. Oh, that is funny. He did yeah. get shot in the butt. He got shot right in the ass? Yeah, he yeah. got the shot Punisher right in the ass. Punisher got ass punished? He got ass punished, yeah. He, uh... My God, John Barenthal is the most intense man on television. Like, yes. I, that dude, I would not want to run across him ever. He's just like, but oh, you know what's funny? Ooh. Remember when he first showed up in Daredevil, and everyone said, "This is not the Punisher. This really? guy they cannot be the Punisher." They thought he was. He thought they thought he was too skinny and scrawny, and he just didn't have the look. But now that's the look of the Punisher. He looks. I mean, that's what I think. When I think the Punisher, I think him. I think he's the uh, the best depiction of the Punisher so far. The only thing I, I've heard a few criticisms, which I, I'm not really, I don't necessarily agree Are with. You tell me, Duff Lundgren did not do a good Punisher. I'm not saying he didn't do a good one. I'm saying that it's horrible. Every the, other Punisher, fucking I, Thomas Jane. <laughs> that one wasn't ah, the worst. Ah, I I kind ah, of liked it. What? It's it's an okay movie. What's wrong with you? There's some cool scenes with in Thomas it. Thomas Jane. John Travolta was awesome. John Travolta. <laughs> 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 that whole weird, like, I don't know. Uh, there was so some dumb. weird, there was some weird parts then. Okay. The ice cream part where he's yeah. torturing the guy with an ice cream cone. <laughs> I would say that John Barenthal is the Punisher. Yes. Um, so what you were saying is like, it was a little campy and when, and the criticism is that they can't be can't like. Could you really imagine the Punisher working with Spider Man or doing like anything with any levity? No, they He's do. So they goddamn do intense. It's, they do crossovers here and there, but that's yeah. But could you see happens. John Barenthal doing that? Yeah. Because he's so goddamn... I think he would just scare Spider-Man. He'd be like, get away from me, man. <laughs> but that's freak. Yeah, but he does. I mean, even when they do the comic book crossovers, that's what he does. He he scares the hell people. No one agrees with the way he does things. But it's true. in the end, it turns out that his way is the only way for said job to get done. Yeah. They did a cartoon that was actually really well done. It was uh, Punisher and Black Widow. Uh, I didn't... I thought that was just okay. It was good. I mean, for, for the comic you know, movies and the animated ones, it was good. It is all right. Sorry, I still think uh, this Netflix series is the quintessential version of Punisher. So, watch it. If it gets renewed, that sounds great. Uh, if it doesn't, I'll also, survive. I'd, I'd be, if it doesn't get renewed, I'd still be happy. Yes, I, I thought the acting was very good. Everything it was it was very satisfying. Yeah. Everyone should be punished. Everyone should just be punished. So, what else are we talking about? Uh, I saw Glass at some, at some point a while ago. So that was, that was decent. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, we uh, yeah, did neglected this, this is, to talk about the yeah, number one is, movie in America for three weeks in a row. This is uh, awkward, dear listener. We, uh, we haven't talked about the top movie for the last month at all. We were, go- we were going to see it, but, uh, you know, M. Night Shyamalan kind of gave me the shaft. Yeah. I mean, come on. You're Z. He's M. You would think that that connection alone would have give he, he would have just given me advanced screening tickets. Absolutely, he's local. You know, he <clears> lives <throat> right around the corner. You would have thought he would have uh, been like, "Hey, man, here's but some no, advanced he's screenings." Like, no. Screw you, Z. He gave care. me the shaft. He's like, "Screw you." I'm gonna go hang out my buddy G L and Q over here. <laughs> Q R and X were not also not. Ha- <laughs> they also did not get uh, tickets. Well, that's because they started their own little gang with X, Y, Z. Those are just some low jokes for us. <laughs> those are really bad jokes. <laughs> okay, what? so... What? Oh, you, mean, you mean the A-E-I-O-U gang is not funny? <laughs> I think that's oh, hilarious. <laughs> Sometimes Wawa will hang out with them. Who knows? Oh, oh, <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. So uh, one of Do us did know? actually see Glass. Yes, that was me, because I take my job very seriously. <laughs> Noob Noob takes going to see free movies very seriously. It was very serious. As long as I don't have to pay for it. As long as he doesn't have to pay for it, he goes. <laughs> so I had a racist joke, but I'll I'll stop. 
Um, really? Black guy Shocking. in a wheelchair. Um, yeah. oh, I'm so God. stunned. I'm actually more shocked that he didn't make it. Uh, I just really wanted to see a black guy in a wheelchair. No, Look, it wasn't I'm funny. a closeted racist. It's not I'm closeted sick. anymore. No, no, no it's no. way I need to alter, I can't, alter that. It, does, it sounds weird when I take the closeted part out of it. Or we could just be like, put in like, I'm a boop racist. Maybe we could br- like bleep it out. Yeah, maybe something like that. But yeah, so that, then joke it could was, be, that joke wasn't funny. No, no, no. It played better in my head. It was not. Yeah, not funny. Yeah, yeah. you so much like the critics appear to be wrong. Yeah. So why is there such a huge disparity on Rotten Tomatoes between the critics and the audience score? The audience score after seven thousand reviews, which is pretty—that's a decent chunk of reviews. Seventy-six percent they liked it. It's doing very well in the box office. Well, is that because they're all Shamalama Ding Dongs? Oh man! Is that because they all just, regardless of what he does, they love it because they they're don't brainwashed? just love it? No. Well, first of all, I am a fan of M Night Shyamalan. I am not a fan of After Earth. That was not very good. What is the? Uh, there was a what review. Was the gross? Or one of the local uh, talk stations here that he goes that M Night goes on to often. The DJs actually uh, uh, vocalize with him. Yeah, they're the DJ's super friendly with them, but did vocalize that they were really disappointed in the movie and really didn't enjoy it at all. They thought it was weird, and there was a couple complaints they had about it. So, on a twenty million dollar budget, it's already made one hundred and seventy one million. So, this guy's back in the monies. Yeah. This See, part of me says money. it's because he's a Hollywood outsider. Now, at this point, he refuses to to film in Hollywood. He films locally in Philadelphia. He uh, looks at things where he's he paid for the budget himself. He funded this movie entirely yeah, I mean, himself. It's, it's, it's very cool that he does keep work in the area. I love to see more and more business come to Philadelphia. But it's not going to really go and happen unless they do change their laws with tax breaks and shit like that. So it really is. I don't know if he's fighting an uphill battle or he just doesn't feel like being far from home when he films or, or what. But... Unless other things change, it's still going to be small business compared to the rest of Hollywood. Yeah, well, you see, you could see Atlanta seems to be uh, have a burgeoning film production. Yeah, well, but they people do. also die in the heat and swamps. They do, well, <laughs> but they do the tax rebates. That's why yeah. Atlanta, Toronto, um, Nevada. They, these are places that are doing their tax rebates. They're making it worthwhile for films to come to the area. And Philadelphia won't do it. But I, I can appreciate the fact that he wants to do his own vision of these movies. Like, he doesn't listen to other people. Now, again, I'm not a big fan of the last one. Uh, what was that? Split? After Earth and the... What's last the other Airbender. One? Yeah, those are, I was not too much of a fan of. But I thought Split was good. Split was fantastic. Yeah. I, I didn't see it. I heard that it was... Um, oh, no, no, it's Split. No, I didn't see Split either. I heard it was really good. Yeah, and this one appeared, apparently is resonating with fans because there were some releases that were expected to beat it, and they, they flopped. But the uh, critics, what's that, Miss Bala? The critics just don't get it because you have to go deep. You have to think about the meaning behind the movie. What's you, the critic consensus? You can't just take it for face value. Because it, it basically, critic consensus, they don't like it because it doesn't know, they're saying it doesn't know what type of movie it wants to be, a psychological thriller or a superhero movie. And it kind of goes back and forth. Okay. But that is M. Night's style. You just don't understand. That's his style. And then the ending is like, I don't, th- there's an ending that I, I have to rewatch. The, the movie needs to be watched twice. Okay. So. I heard like, that his beast voice the entire time was really annoying. Uh, no, James McAvoy was fantastic. That's what everyone, yeah, he's, he's everyone awesome, I've heard is that he's amazing. Every, every, but everyone was like, but he didn't need to do that beast voice so much. The like, movie's called was, Glass. That was But it's James McAvoy's movie. Is it really? Oh, yeah. I'd say 80% of the the lines, James McAvoy. Oh, really? Yeah. So he steals the show? Yeah. Is it worth going to? Do you agree? 76% is not like an amazing score. It's a good score, but it's not amazing. You can see why the critics don't like it, though. Yeah, it's very slow. And then the ending will either make or break the movie for you. So you either love it or hate it. So Mm. if you're a critic, you hate it. And if you're the audience... How much longer will it be in theaters then? It's probably another month. Uh, I would say it's gonna. Do things last in theater that long anymore? Yeah, sometimes if they do well. I we mean, it's the number very... one movie three weeks in a row. Yeah. Not that it. I think there's it like nine well, there's million. Nothing else out. The end of February. It'll that missed. There was a, a uh, there was like two movies that bombed. What the heck came out after? 
I mean, it's still, and you know, I know Aquaman was really, oh, the kid who would be king, it beat that. That was oh, supposed well, that to That movie do, looked so stupid. I understand, but it was a kid's movie that I didn't even was know, supposed to beat it. Apparently, Catherine Picard's in that. I had no idea. Yes, Catherine Picard is in that. <laughs> John Luke Picard is in the kid that would be king <clears throat> because he Not playing will John Luke beam Picard, them. Playing something else. Merlin. Is he, he Merlin? No, he's something else. No, he's Merlin. Is he Merlin? Yes. Oh. Because it's based on Arthurian legend. Ah. Yes, yeah, Patrick the- Stewart, <clears throat> John Luke Picard, or Professor X. Your preference. Mm, how about a combination of all three? What is he? Be- is he-, he has to be best known for being Pe- Captain Picard, not Professor X. Yeah, right? definitely Captain Picard. Oh, he's also teasing that they're going to bring back Next Gen. Uh, no, they're bringing back a captain. They say he he's, won't be a captain either. It's going to be on CBS he's, All yeah, Access. Well, he's going to be—he's going to be an admiral or something. As you know, as old as he's getting. I have no idea, but good kudos to him. He's a great actor. Keep doing your thing. Yeah. As long as they don't screw it up like they did with Discovery. Uh, what, the CBS one? Yeah. Did Review you say it, it keeps getting no. better and better? So no. how can you say they screwed it up? If they renewed it for a season two. Discovery? Wait, Discovery actually got renewed? Yes. Oh my God. They I just released season two. Horrible. You didn't even watch the first one. How would you know? Because I stayed You're true judgy. to next gen. Because <laughs> you only watch next gen, nothing else exists. Next gen, nothing so else you sound really like the old, the like old sixties like Star yeah. Trek people who are like Captain Kirk or no one. Yeah, Kirk or no one. There is no Kirk, one else but Kirk. Kirk. Kirk would kick Picard's ass, man. He probably would because he was younger. He was younger, <laughs> substantially. But Picard would outthink him. Although Riker might kick Kirk's ass. Riker's too busy having sex with green aliens. Is it Picard, and, and, wait, is it, and, and, is it Kirk busy what having... What fuck are we talking Kirk about? And, Kirk and Riker are taking turns They would out-sex each other? <laughs> the only problem <laughs> is Riker can't get into a chair properly, so... Oh, that's right. We Riker talked about that. Riker has to step that. over the back of the chair yeah. to get into it. He we, doesn't know how to operate a chair. I think we talked about that like a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, never, they'll never get old. Oh, man. The, the, the Riker sit. The Riker sit, yes. So, verdict on glass... Uh, it's definitely worth at least one watch, probably two, but it's like 90% of a movie. And then the last 10 minutes is like another movie entirely. So like, do you I, have to watch the second time so you understand what the fuck just happened? Y- no, you got to watch it a second time to realize if you're going to like or hate the movie. Okay. You're I, probably going to walk away from the movie. <laughs> like, Oh, rough. what a twist. De- that that was decent. really rough. I walked away. I was like, that was decent. I want to watch it again to see if I either like what happened or I hate what happened. Interesting. May, just, it's have, like may not, just have to wait for it to come out and onto a streaming service so you can do that without pen, spending the extra money. Yeah, probably. Well, I have split, so I'm probably just going to buy the Blu-ray. Okay. And not watch it? it uh, well, I'll watch it. Maybe. Yeah. So, okay. What's next? I'd, I'd rather... Do you think if you sold all your Blu-ray discs, you'd be able to afford a microphone? <laughs> no, I'd probably be able to afford to go to Firefest, though. Ah, yes. Ah. You probably could afford to go to Firefest because yeah. your DVD collection is like quite massive eight thousand dollars worth right uh it's it's there it's, it's, up, it's up there <laughs> well, if you if you had a, well what happened to the tickets that you paid for he there, gets, it, he gets investors to spend money on dvds before the dvds are actually and there. then i sell the digital copies and then the covers and then i sell a villa to watch them in and then, <laughs> you sell a villa to watch them. and then if the villa sold out i'm like hey do you want a banana boat to watch a movie in? <laughs> then you get, then you where get are the, you gonna wa- plug the tv into don't think about that yet yeah well, what about there's no generator in this fema tent and what about a performance from Ja Rule to top it all off? Oh my God, he's the best. <laughs> oh wait, he just he just dropped out. We just found out. We just oh prepared. wait, but he's one of the owners. He, and everyone, how come he didn't perform at the Firefest? By the way, nobody wanted him because to there was no Firefest. <laughs> <laughs> he is one of the owners. Hey guys, I'll headline it. Ja Rule, we got this. No, these no. people, uh, we're okay there, these buddy. These people spent money to get shipped to a third world country and still <laughs> didn't want to see Ja Rule perform. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's bad enough out here as it is. Ja Rule, you can stay home. Andy King, was like, okay. I'd rather suck a dick at customs than listen to Ja Rule perform. Okay, we're wow. getting ahead of ourselves. Yes, so are. let's uh, let's hold reel on. it back. Let's reel it back. So there were two documentaries released <laughs> on uh, the Firefest. One on which, Netflix, one on Hulu. Yes, and the Firefest was a uh, extraordinary fraud perpetrated against millennials everywhere, where. Um, Everyone that was a millennial laughed their asses off because they're like, good, they fucking deserve this. Who couldn't this. afford it. All the millennials who couldn't afford it 
laughed their asses off. All the ones At who the could, ones afford, could it, afford it cried. Because they were there. Real in, tears. In a third world country. Yes. <laughs> living in FEMA tents and eating cheese sandwiches. Yes. So the Firefest was supposed to be this high exclusive musical festival on the, you know, somewhere to compete with what? Coachella and... Uh, all the other, fe- you know, Burning well, Man and something like that. Originally, festivals were just supposed to be for the music, and then Coachella came, and they turned it from just being the, about the music to turning into this like a social event, this corporation. Yeah, now now it's makes just like a, a billion maker. dollars. Yeah, it's it's a billion dollar industry. So, mind you, Firefest was literally to promote an app called Fire that had nothing to do with music festivals. Just True. booking. Just booking talent, essentially. So, yes. Essentially, the festival creator yeah. and Craig's owner list, of Fire. Craigslist for artists. Yes. Uh, Billy McFarlane created this festival to promote his uh, his app. And it became like a, a social media firestorm where people, they hired the most, uh, what, all those fancy models like Bella Hadid and Kendall, Kendall Jenner. Jenner. Uh, and Emily Emily Renan Jadonowski. Oh, yeah. All those girls and yeah. uh, uh Jenner didn't actually show up, but they did finally get her to post about it at one point, which is when it really went out of control. I think she was there for the promotional video. Yeah, she was there. She was there. Oh yeah. Yeah, she was there. So anyway, there's two documentaries, and what's kind of weird about the documentaries, because they both have flaws. The Hulu documentary is uh not it, they paid for interviews so they ended up paying billy mcfarlane and no one really knows the true number somewhere between 250 and 125 thousand dollars to do an interview where the guy blinks the whole Non-stop. time and answers no questions it's and it's so weird like oh my i should have gotten some audio clips from this but i've been busy with other things excuses but um they ask him were there no hotels and he's like yeah, we actually secured hotels and apartments, like 200,000 apartments. And, or $2 million worth of, two, and they're of like, rooms well, and hotels well, and things. Well, where were they? Well, someone lost the box of keys. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said, is someone yeah. lost the box of keys. So, and, and, they're like, and they're like, so wait, someone lost the box of keys. And he was just quiet. And they're like, why wouldn't you, you know, tell the people about this? You know why they're stuck here. This is the here. first time this came out. And, is in and, this interview, and he just sits there silently, blinking, like, blinking. You can almost like, hear him it's, blink. It's, he blinks so much. He he locks up. He keeps making up this outrageous bullshit, and then finding himself trapped because it's like, wait, what? Why? So why didn't you tell anyone? So oh, wait, wait. Uh, I didn't think that far ahead. So long story short, uh, the Hulu documentary is uh kind of looks at it from a broader context of social media and understanding how social media was manipulated and it's, what other festivals it, look like it started out making social media the villain that's and, where it's it began there correct and that but the netflix one which was actually produced by the firefest social media partners f the, jerry f jerry uh, that that social media group helped make the Netflix documentary, which I felt was a better documentary because it was but more interesting. That, but that's what I didn't watch. Did that seem like that was more them defending themselves? No, not at all. It because was if really they're the, if they're the ones that did it, then I don't think they'd want to put themselves in a dark light. Uh, no, they pretty much just blamed Billy. I think the the interesting thing is that you had people from inside the company giving interviews, and where it was. Uh, the Netflix one really just focused on the festival. Although the Hulu one, they did get the one guy that was either left or was fired from F. Jerry to interview. And then during the interview, they read a, a, a comment from the F. Jerry guys basically saying that this dude they're interviewing, you know, was, was you know, a criminal and everything else. And they were saying, yeah, he yeah. was part of it. He was just guilty. And the guy looks at the person interview. He's like, well, fuck those guys. Yeah, yeah. So there's a little bit of contention between the two, you know, whether or not the the Hulu one's legitimate because they paid for interviews, and then the Netflix one, which is produced by people who are being sued for putting on the Fire Festival or being contributors to it. Um, I felt they were they overlapped a little bit, but the Netflix one was pretty much exclusively focused on the Fire Festival itself and more of the impact on the Exuma Island in the Bahamas. 
because they actually interviewed people who were impacted by it. So one of the real kind of sad stories that came through this, other than a bunch of millennials getting abused, was the um, there was a woman who the fire fest essentially dropped off before they sent them to their hurricane tents where the festival didn't even go on at all anyway. Uh, they ended up staying in a hotel or like at a hotel bar and they basically drank this woman out of house and home. Like her, like she runs this business and no one paid the bill. Oh God. So she was out like $50,000 and all of the workers that worked to build the festival, none of them got paid. That's like another $250,000. So there's yeah, actually a GoFundMe. Is there also a lawsuit for like $100 million? Yeah, but that's from the attendees. These are the actual workers in the Bahamas that have no recourse whatsoever against the fire Festival because they're in a different country. Oof. So these people, they started a GoFundMe to uh, help the Bohemians who were, who were ripped off by the fire Fest. The Rap City, right? The what? The Rap City. Oh, yes. Freddie Mercury. Bohemian Oh, Rhapsody. yeah. The Bohemian Rap city oh my gosh <laughs> way to derail all of my thought processes <laughs> the gofundme got over two hundred thousand dollars in the first two weeks of its uh putting it up thing yeah so they'll be taken care of <laughs> i don't think the millennials who are noob, suing noob. for a hundred million are gonna get anything uh billy mcfarland is in jail he's been sentenced for six years which he's not gonna serve all of which was the interesting thing in the Hulu one was they interviewed his girlfriend, who's a complete, like, uh, in utter denial. They interviewed Billy, who is a complete con artist. And, and yeah, it's amazing that he came out because you could see as the interviewer was going on. Well, he came out because they paid him. He's, he's realizing more and more, like, oh, I shouldn't be here right now. So he. Did he come back? At one point, he's like, I'm going to take 10 minutes of personal time. Yes, he needed personal did time. He, did he come back from that? I believe he did. I don't, rec- I don't remember. The, so the Hulu one goes into the reason why he's in jail because they, he basically uh, they also frauded spent, his company. They spent so much money on the interviews that they couldn't avoid any voice talent. So no. they, used, they used text to talk the entire well, for parts of it, which was really documentary, stupid. it was annoying as hell. Like they had his mom do text to talk. It was very yeah, silly. Like letters that were sent in where they did text to talk. They did text to talk for the judge. There's reading a at lot the of end. really crappy stock footage that was put. I just didn't think it was as slick as the Netflix one. But the big reason why Billy's in jail is because he claimed there was a, a twenty million dollar infusion of cash from Comcast. Well, he faked all of it. Comcast bailed on the deal and then made up. Like lied about wire transfers it like and Comcast payments. Comcast was actually ready to pay the on the deal until the one they dude were. came out and said something. So anyway, uh, so he's in jail for that. He gets out on bail, and then he starts a new scam where he's selling tickets to events that you can't get tickets to, it, like the, the Met Gala. That like the guy, yeah, he just he's a pathological liar. Like the guy is just yeah, you're gonna hear from him again. He's, do, he's doing shit in jail right now. He's got a business going on there where he's teaching inmates how to do audio. Yeah. To pay him and I'll set you up with an audio program so you can make your own rap beats. As <laughs> soon as he gets out, he's probably going to try to do something else. Yeah. He was also uh, in charge of like a credit card. Magnesis. That turned out to be. They actually are saying that they're like, as millennial soon as he gets credit out, card club. This, yes. guy, this guy's got an addiction. The guy's, a criminal at heart and he's gonna try to do something else right away the guy definitely realized that millennials are gullible yes we that well, the lesson we to be learned that. from this is millennials that millennials are gullible. are gullible there is you know how people always make fun of uh elderly people for getting abused and hit by con artists it's millennial abuse. millennials are just millennial as dumb <laughs> like i hate to say it like no. it's 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 like ah i guess everybody can get no. scammed millennials if, you're dumb if you suspect millennial abuse, report it to your manager or HR within the hour. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, the one thing in the Hulu one that was also odd and annoying were the social, they interviewed social media influencers and they asked them to explain what they did or what their brands were. And they all said the same stupid thing, like positivity. Yeah. We could guarantee you, though, here at yeah. Orkew, positivity that our brand is not about positivity no no. it is not about spreading goodwill no i am actually a nihilist i do not enjoy or like anything and uh fuck you (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so I found it fascinating. Uh, I am surprised. If Noob Noob had just stopped buying DVDs for a little bit of time, he could have afforded. He could have went to the go villa. to Firefest. He could have going had, to Firefest. He could have had he could a have villa. Been one of the guys running across Tent City with a mattress on his back. <laughs> yes. Unbelievable. I could have been the Lord of the Flies. <laughs> that was great too. They made all these memes and they had like Ja Rule getting chased by the kids from the Lord of the Flies <laughs> yeah. and things like that. It was uh it was fascinating. I, I thought um the Hulu one I was not as much of a fan of. Uh the Netflix one I did enjoy better. I did not I felt almost everybody was guilty in this. Like everybody was just turning a blind eye to the fact that this was not gonna happen. They just kept believing Billy. Well, that is the one part well, that was also the one part in the Hulu one where the um the the one local guy they called him a fixer or something the, yeah uh, that uh-huh. that black guy with the the afro the the uh, he was uh, from that island right yeah he's from the island I can't remember his name but they were doing like a dinner on the first night and he gets up he's like well now you've all drank and fucking got done what you want to get done we got to start doing work and the whole room looked at him is like nah we got this there's uh, actually a couple funny- and actually actually I just realized <laughs> it was a millennial problem because everybody that was there just wanted to sit back and let somebody else do the work yes and they expected everything to happen without having to put any actual work into it and the amazing thing is they did have a a consultant who was there andy king who's going to be the breakout star of all of this because he uh is a really fantastic storyteller (laughs) and he's uh seems like a really nice guy or at least like a competent and he's entertaining and of course, the millennials go to the uh, elder statesman of their consultant group, and he tells us a story. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> and then he does something. We had four containers filled, four 18-wheeler trucks filled with Evian water. Of course, it's but Evian. I had left the week before for two days to go to meetings in Bermuda for the America's Cup, and when I came back, I'd missed the big meeting with. Customs and of course, Customs had said to Billy and the gang, "You need to pay us one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars in cash today for us to release the water." I went down. Well, Billy called me. I'm going to speak completely. Um, you know, this won't go that far, I'm sure. But <laughs> Billy called and said, "Andy, we need you to take one big thing for the team." And I said, "Oh my gosh, I've been taking something for the team every day." He said, "Well, you're." Our wonderful gay leader, and we need you to go down. Will you suck dick to fix this water problem? What? He said, Andy, if you will go down and suck Cunningham's dick, who's the head of customs, and get him to clear all of the containers with water, you will save this festival. I literally <laughs> why actually I think it was a lot more than just the shower. water to save the festival. I, I I I drank some mouthwash. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm really and I got into my car to drive across the island to take one for the team. <laughs> oh my god, I he was gonna to do it. Office, fully prepared to suck his dick. Fully prepared. Wow. But he couldn't have been nicer. And he's like, Andy, listen, I will release all the water. I will let you serve it, but I wanna be wanna be one of the first people to be paid this import fee for what you're doing. And I said, okay, great. And I got back and I had all the water that we needed. <laughs> <laughs> he got and, the water. Hey, didn't he have to suck dick for did it? Did not have to suck Holy dick. Holy crap. So uh, that's, that's insane. The, that's the extent of working with Billy. Um, so we do have to ask someone a favor, I guess. Well, right? actually, um, I did notice. So they did uh, have a, a letter from Billy's mom, and we actually required a letter from Noob Noob's mom. Oh, God. what? What? Yeah, uh, we reached out uh, for uh, her comment, and uh, we actually have that here. She gave us a written statement. Which it was she written. Refused to read. But. So, <laughs> so, and we since we spend all our money elsewhere, we're just gonna have this. Okay. Noob Noob is a good boy with many talents, Mama? one of which is his willingness to take one for the team whenever he is asked, with gusto. With gusto. Uh, well, and gumption. She forgot gumption. <laughs> so, uh, Noob Noob's I mom is... I didn't know how to spell gumption for the text to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's willing to take one for the team, huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Noob Noob, I'm going to have to ask you to take one for the team if you're uh Who if, am, I, ta- if you're am I taking Z or you first? Well... <laughs> 
I, I, I don't know what exactly did you we think, doing it both? what exactly do you think we mean when we say take one for the team I got wide lips let me tell you I that's, can fit them both. Th- that's not what Thick I had. yours is Twizzler thin, so let's just get it up in here. That's not what I had in mind, though. Mm. That's, that's, that's not what I meant when I said, you know, you're going to have to take one for the team. Your flaring nostrils say otherwise. No, no. <laughs> Actually, what, what what I have here, I have this dog here, Noob. Oh, no. What are you doing? And, no. Uh, and no. I'm, I'm going to need you to just hold this. Just hold this dog steady. for us. I'm just going to go here, watch Dragon Ball Z Broly again. All right, see the dog. Hold the dog. dog. You see it? Nope. Can you hold Uh the dog there? Nope. Hold it tight. God damn it. We just had to put the dog out of yep, its misery. Just had to put the dog down. So. I'm going to watch Thanks for that, bud. Broly Thanks for again. taking uh, one for the team took, there, took, buddy. Took one for the team there, bud. And Thank let you. me go back over here so I can do this. No! There you go. <laughs> Almost forgot. No! I had to go back so to the soundboard no! real fast. I was too busy thinking no! about taking your guys on no! my team. We were too busy thinking about the greatest review ever. It was a pretty good review. <laughs> the Ooh. greatest review I should ever. start a Dragon Ball Fest. The greatest the review greatest ever. Dragon Ball Fest. Greatest review uh. you've ever heard. You were saying something? What kind of fest would it be? You'd be the only one there. I'd be taking a bunch of ones for the team. <laughs> so there'd be a bunch of dogs, huh? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, it won't be just dogs. We'll have other animals there, too. <laughs> so it's just noob noob taking them for the team, huh? Wait. Oh. So fair. back to the Firefest documentaries. I well, feels like the documentaries would be... Re- the best documentary would be if they spliced both of them together into like a miniseries. I feel like there was just... Since two documentaries came out right away, and we know the who the one was really poorly put together. I don't know how the Netflix one was. It was I think it was a little... It was definitely slicker. It was... It was better put together was it just oh we can make money and it was shorter oh we can make money on this so let's go ahead and do it instead of like actually people that have a passion for making documentaries they said oh let's just make billy fucking tried to make his own documentary too that was one of the things when he came back he's like i want to make a documentary about this i think all of a sudden he's going to be a filmmaker i think the one the the netflix one did a fair job of condemning like everyone involved because some of the people there like they didn't come off looking good i i will say that but was this were these documentaries made by people that enjoy documentaries people that thought oh this thing happened and i bet we can make money off it by making a documentary about well, it. sometimes you only get to make a documentary if you're involved in something so they got lucky what are you gonna say what are you i gonna don't know do? it, it 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 doesn't feel it feels very unnatural to me all of it I mean, the, the, the whole situation was messed up, but these two documentaries that just both pop up at the same time right after it happened, it seems forced and it feels unnatural. Well, they were, it is a money. They're all consumed with, you know, they're all these you know, millennials who don't have jobs anymore, man. What do you want them to yeah, do? Yeah, I guess they need something to do. Yeah, make documentaries. I mean, you can just sit around and let somebody else do it and everything <clears throat> will work out for the better. Yeah. Uh, the only wrong, thing... Wrong, 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 wrong. Did you fat finger that? Yeah, I was going for the one, not the other. The only thing that I think that everybody skipped over that I would have loved to explore more is a conspiracy theory. But um, one of Billy's first investors was the head of uh, a really large Texas oil magnate family. And uh, he got convicted of, of fraud or he got accused of fraud in his company and then died. In a mysterious car accident, like yeah, they just brushed they over that real right fast. over it. They glossed right over. It. Yeah, like, he was indicted, and then the next day he was in this car Dead. accident. Dead. Yeah, after stealing like you know four hundred million dollars <laughs> or something. Yeah, they, that that might have been a little bit of a better documentary. That's the documentary <laughs> I wanted documentary. to see. Oh my god! <clears throat> yes, and he just brushed right oh, yeah. over. Oh yeah, they didn't that. even mention that at all in the Netflix one. The Netflix one, was, like I said, was exclusively focused on the the. The time up to the to the Firefest and a little and bit the after. And the FGRI guys saying we're innocent in this whole thing. They didn't do that. No, no, it wasn't really like that. No, and you didn't see it, so you I didn't see know. it. That's why I was just assuming. No, and you know what assuming does? Yes, makes an ass out of you. And noob noob. And noob noob. So it's a assume noob noob. A snoobed. A snoobed. We're we're going to go a snoobing later. 
So, um, once we go a snoobling, a snoobling, a snoobling, once I we think go that's a uh, all we have all for today's episode. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, all right. I just gotta, so, we did it. Gotta take a shower and get some Listerine. <laughs> and so, hold us, hold us. If you puppy. like what you heard here today, you can go ahead and find us on Instagram at orc underscore you. Go over to facebook.com slash our reviews will kill you. Go to YouTube. And search our reviews will kill you. I got to sit down and get a couple more episodes up. I've been slacking Whoops. on that. And uh, oh yeah, and and send us money for tickets. We just won't tell you what to. <laughs> we got tickets. We got tickets. 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 So you can do that. You can call our voicemail. That is still up and running. That number is eight six six seven 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 six seven five eight eight six six seven 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 six seven five eight. And of course, uh, we still bring the show to you for free because we have friends. Maybe not new in high places, but the rest of us have friends. We can find some of those friends over at scottwillkillyou.com, a podcast network featuring shows such as the K101 podcast. The K stands for kink. Actually, they just released an episode this week. They interviewed uh, Scott. Uh, um, What's his name? (laughs) The guy. The guy was a photographer for Playba- Playboy, Penthouse, and Hustler. Oh, I thought you were like, talking about you. Like big time. No, Scott uh, Scott something. Damn Not it. Keebler. I just blanked on his last name. <clears throat> but yeah, but like big time, like photographer. famous photographer for the three major porn publications as well as a ton of other things. Over the phone? No, in studio. He came and sat down in studio and they talked to him for a little while. He talked about his history, talked about doing photography in the army, you know, talked about his life. Really good interview, just released this week at the K101, and of course the Doncast is still over there. Uh, trying to get him in studio this week to get a couple more episodes going there, so we'll uh, we'll move forward with that. And I am going to go back to mentioning Blue Iron again, which, get it while it's hot. funny enough, was just dropped from Amazon <laughs> because it was too realistic. It was too bloody. And too realistic. Too violent. So while we were getting ready to release overseas in China and Germany, they got some uh, complaints about a head scene and a bloodshot scene. So once those are removed, it will be back up on Amazon and will be then getting released overseas as well. So Blue Iron will be returning to Amazon Video very soon once uh, we bloody interesting it was too bloody and too real for some people well from all of us here to all y'all at home we love y'all and we got some tickets